We're echoing. I echoed a little bit there. Just for like a half second. It's gone. It's now. probably because you're on speaker right now. Because my headphones have <laughs> terrible call quality. Welcome back into another episode of Making the Walk. Today is the 24th of June, uh, and we are back again uh, after a very short hiatus. Um, and we are—I'm—I'm I'm, going to say it right now. Uh, we missed a good one last weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. <laughs> we we dropped the bag on that one. <laughs> yeah, we kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Um, it was a banger of a fight. What was it like? The most knockouts this year in a card? Yeah, I was gonna hang on. I was gonna wait to to t- talk about the oh. stat. Um, so the voice you're hearing there was uh, Alex and Mike, the co-hosts, of course. Um, how you guys doing? I'm doing all right. That was a fucking banger of a card last week. I'm really sad we didn't we weren't able to like kind of talk about it prior to, but. Yeah, I mean well, that was know, like, electric. It's not like it's not like you and Mike can't run it by yourself, you know. But it's not the same, Andrew. You're you're the leader. Like you're oh, the guy whoa, that like whoa, pushes hold on, the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Don't even fucking go there. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, we can't do Thursday. Okay, when are we gonna do it? What what? We never we never even tried to make it another day. We just said can't do Thursday. And somebody decided on short respond. notice to tell us that he was going to Georgia. <laughs> you never resp- – I know. I, I, I did I did mess that up. But, like, you also never respond. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. I need to stop doing that because every time, like, you said, let's move it to eight, and I don't reply, that's me like, oh, yeah, we're good. Okay, eight. <laughs> but, like, if like, I don't say anything, t- like, nobody knows. We're like, airing out last our week, laundry. Last week you said here. no Thursday. I'm like. Oh, wait, no. Okay, that's fine. Like, I'll do another day. But I don't say that. I just expect you to read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So I will do better on my part. <laughs> we're letting the public know right now that that was entirely our fault that we yeah, was. messed that up. We cannot plan for shit. We need to, like, hire someone to plan stuff for us. Unfortunately, we don't make any money doing this. I also missed the entire car because I fell asleep on my couch and woke up at one in the morning. On Saturday. Oh my God. Jesus. Yeah, I, I didn't even like, I didn't go out late. I didn't like stay up late. I was up at 6 30 in the morning to play golf. I got home. I didn't eat like a big meal that would make me tired. I just laid down on my couch. Boom. Next thing I know, it's one in the morning. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. There goes my whole weekend. Like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just played golf and that was it. Holy fuck. <laughs> Now I like, try to go back to sleep. It was 5 a.m. before I knew it. I'm like, you're kidding me. This is ridiculous. So there's no way you're able to go back to sleep. Like, you, you, start, you still got to kind of be feeling it. Dude, I cleaned my apartment. Like, <laughs> oh, do we want to start this off with my angry moment of the week? Uh, let's let's, no, let's send let's, it. Just no, let's send that. it. Fuck it. No, send it right now. No, What's no, your no, angry okay. moment? I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm with it. It can wait. It can wait. I'll still have okay. the same anger. I've been mad about this for months. <laughs> for months? Okay. Holy shit. Maybe, okay. maybe like a month now, actually. This would be a good one then. Okay. So 
let's talk about the fight night in Austin. Um, the one that Alex, were you able to watch it? Yeah, I was able to watch most of it. Okay. So me and Mike didn't get to watch. I got to watch some of it. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was just having too much fun getting drunk that night. Yes. Uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, that was, that was a fun trip. Um, okay. So we did have a record setting uh, card for the year. There were nine total finishes on the card with 13 fights. Um, I mean, that was, it was an electric card and I'm first, let, we got to talk about Phil Hawes and DC. Um, uh, mm-hmm. did you guys see that, that little I dust up? That. <clears throat> I did see that. Yeah. No, I didn't. What happened? Um, so I mean, did, I think it was Phil Hawes and then who was Duran Win. Yeah. So the guy who Hawes was fighting was. Um, he's like a he's an American wrestler, so DC was kind of like all he, about him. Right. Uh, he's Dar- Duran Wynn is like one of DC's best friends. Like Duran yeah. Wins, he's his mentor, he's his coach. Like so it's and he just openly talked about it in the past that it's very hard for him to call his fights because he's like so close to him. So it's a, it's like super personal, I think. I don't know the I know most of what happened, but I don't know all of it. So basically, like I mean, Phil Hawes finished the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and the elbows from what I saw, mm-hmm. yeah, scored a knockout win. And when that happened, you know, DC went in the cage to interview Hawes, and Hawes just started kind of he started kind of jawing at him, just basically being like, Yeah, like you're always like riding with your boy on the broadcast, blah blah, like bad mouthing me or whatever. And and DC obviously didn't like that very much. Um, it's kind of weird to see like Daniel Cormier, like nowadays, like you look at like the persona he's built, I, I shouldn't say persona, but like you, you know his personality now. It's kind of like this goofy dude that like likes to have fun on the broadcast and and whatever. But like you saw a switch flip in his head, and it went from like this goofy like father type dude into a guy who was could just maul someone. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Who's sending text? That was an accident. I was doing. I, I took. I took Crosby out uh, when I got home from work today. So I, Dylan texted me. Sorry, I was just getting oh, back Jesus, to him. man. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, that's got to be like that's got to be so hard to do. But like honestly, though, like when I was like from when I was hearing on that broadcast, like it didn't really sound like he was being too biased. Like he just kind of like threw praise towards like Duran wins way, but like in the middle of the actual fight. Like, he wasn't, like, saying anything that was, like, you know, like, blatantly, like, oh, like, Duran's, like, you know, he's winning this. Like, he wasn't being biased. Like, I thought he called the fight pretty well. He was saying what Duran should be doing in order to be, like, winning it, but he wasn't necessarily, which like. he does anyway. Yeah, well, exactly, <laughs> which he does, like, all the time anyway. So, like, that's not really, like, I didn't see any bias from, like, DC side when I was listening to the commentary, and I was kind of thinking that in my head. I'm, like, when I was watching that, cause they were talking about how like, this is like DC's like kid, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is like, he's worked with DC, like all this other shit. And I was like, I wonder how that is like calling that. And like, he was fine. Like, I didn't think he was biased towards like drawn win, like at all. Like he praised him. He's like, I seen him work out. I've seen his like training camp. He's looked really good in his training camp. I'm really excited to see what he's going to do, like coming out into this fight. And that was really it. Like there wasn't really anything else. Like, crazy like bias towards like Mm. Ron Wynn throughout the entire fight. So I don't know what that really was all about. I, and it's not like Phil Hawes was like 
hearing him talk in the middle of his fight. So like, I don't yeah. know what the fuck Phil Haas is on. He's basically, that. he was probably just like, oh, I've heard this in the past. And I'm just going to think that he said the same stuff this time too. Guess. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So Phil Haas like doing that. That's some weird shit. I mean, I don't really get it. I think he apologized afterwards. Too. He did. Like, it was okay. like, it was pretty much like immediate. Um, yeah. Uh, the so, press conference afterwards, right? No, it was like, like he started yelling at him and DC kind of got in his face and then Phil Haas basically <laughs> apologized right there. It took like 30 seconds. DC is still a big boy, man. Yeah. That's so what I'm saying. Like you saw, you saw like that switch flip in his head to where mm-hmm. it went from like being this really lovable, like, like dad, the teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. The teddy bear DC into like the, the grizzly bear DC. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so do you did you guys see Ricardo Ricardo Ramos spinning elbow? I know me and Alex did. Yeah, I saw the clip. Yes. First of all, Alex, uh, good thing you didn't announce that pick on the podcast because uh, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I said by sub. I said Ricardo Ramos by sub. Like literally, like the only pick I gave Andrew that night was my like one big loss of the night, which is Ricardo Ramos by sub, and I was like, I bet. I literally bet uh, uh, Dilodze or Dilodze? Dilodze? I bet Roman Dilodze, easy win. Kyle Dawkins is really not that, like, I've never really been that impressed by him. My boy had Phil Haas. I had Phil Haas because we've watched Ron win before and we didn't, weren't really impressed by him. So we got that one. We knew Eddie Wineland was going to get starched by Cody Stammen. So we said Eddie Wineland all the way or Cody Stammen all the way. And then I didn't bet the Oliveira. Uh, oh, no, we bet Oliveira to win. That was money. And I'm like, all right, we're hot. We're on a hot streak. Like, let's keep going. I told Andrew, I'm like, hey, I'm hot right now. Like, let's go Ricardo Ramos by, like, sub. He's like, you sure about this? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, throw, like, five on it. Threw five on it. Knocks him the fuck out in, like, the first, like, minute of the first round. And Andrew's, and I texted Andrew, I'm like, that was, he's like, that was nuts. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It that was, was sick. I got that loss. Uh, it was sick. It was so sick. So, Mike, uh, did you hear like the whole like drama about um, Adrian Yanis and uh, Tony Kelly? No. So, do you remember that uh, Andrea Lee fight a couple months yeah, back? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the controversy that he kind of got into? Yeah, when he said um, something about like, Brazilians cheating. Yeah, he's like all yeah. Brazilians are cheaters or whatever. So like basically it was, he's not wrong. <laughs> you can't say no, that. No, I know, like, I know. <laughs> he's not he's not right. He's not wrong. Some of them do everyone cheats though. That's that's the thing about it. If someone is confined an edge, they're gonna cheat. But if Mike, you can't say that. <laughs> I'm not I didn't say Brazilians particularly. GSP cheated once, and he's considered one of the greatest of all time. All right, I see what you're saying. All right, so basically it was like Adrian Yanis was like the people's hero when he knocked him out. Did you guys see all that shit like on, on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that? Like it was all like um, Adrian Yanis just starging Tony Kelly and Tony Kelly just like just his career looks like it's just going down the shitter. Um, I don't know. It was entertaining to watch. I thought it was kind of a weird like it, it was pretty much the only thing that the community wanted to talk about for a while, even mm-hmm. after a spinning elbow. So, um, you know, it's, it was, it was kind of a, it was one of those like, kind of satisfying knockouts to see. Um, 
you know, Tony Kelly just does then he's a big cryptocurrency guy. So I don't know. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> or no, he's a big I don't NFT, understand big, big <laughs> NFT guy. Yeah. Oh. Big uh, NFT trader. Non-fungible token. Is that mm-hmm. what it stands yep. for? Non-fungible oh, tokens. Sh- whatever the fuck more. that means. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, that shit hurts my brain. I don't even think about it. I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> okay. So me and Alex have a disagreement here on the final fight of the night. It was Calvin Cater. And Josh Evans. Yeah. So well, you're gonna want me to watch it first, right? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even gonna ask your opinion because yeah. I, I know you didn't watch it. Yeah. Um Alex, what did you you, you think Emmett won? No. No? No. I thought Cater won. I thought Cater won as well. Yeah, no, we were on the same page. I thought you when you said that, I'm like, oh, you thought Emmett won? Here, let me oh. watch it real quick, and I'll, I'll get back to you. Oh, it was a decision. Okay, so, no, it's five rounds. No, I thought I thought Cater won that. Like Emmett won. I think like what the first two rounds, maybe. What was it? Here, let me let me look at the fucking. It stats. was so it was. Um, he Sal Damato, s- Sal Damato oh my God. and Doug Crosby. Hang on, hang on. Sal, Sal D'Amato and Doug Crosby disagreed on round two, which okay. was a very close round. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, that was the that round could go either way. I still had it for Cater. Um, but Chris Lee scored the fourth round for Josh Evan, which makes no sense. It makes zero sense. And Chris Lee, so the scorecards read as follows: Doug Crosby forty-eight forty-seven Cater, Sal D'Amato forty-eight forty-seven Emmett, and Chris Lee forty-eight forty-seven Emmett. Uh, Sal first split it again. No, he didn't. He didn't score the fight wrong. I don't think. No, but it's still um, Sal. <laughs> Wait, I no, thought he scored you, a fight. you just said you thought Cater won the fight. Well, he gave round two to. Emmett, which is like a close one. So, oh, okay, okay, right. No, he he scored it. I thought he scored his scorecard was fine. You know, round two could have gone either way. Um, as far as round four, though, I don't understand. Like, if you watch that fight back, Mike, like next week when you come on, I'll ask you who okay. won the fourth round. And you can ask just about everyone in America. You can ask probably Josh Emmett's camp who won the fourth round off the record, and they'll probably tell you Calvin. <laughs> And even so, then, like, if you literally, like, don't even look at the fight itself and just look at the stats, it is an absurd difference in strikes. Just, like, looking at it. Like, it, the fourth round, Cater scored 41 strikes. Emmett scored 21. So I don't know, really, what Lee was looking at in that fourth round. I don't. He's a big, he's a big uh, octagon control guy. <laughs> I don't know. Like hard to control the octagon when you're getting pieced up. <laughs> yeah, but like, I it's frustrating because if Calvin Cater wins that fight, he's probably next in line for a title shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we know Dana. If he thinks someone wins a fight, never say never. That's true. That's true, Dana. I mean, Dana was Jose Aldo got a title fight off a loss because he thought he. Dana, I think Dana thought Jose beat Marlon Marais. And he's like, well, Jose's going to get the title shot. Yeah, so, and yeah. I, I think Dana came out and said that he thought Cater won that fourth round and that that was crap. You know what? I, I, I really wish that these judges had to come out and kind of, like, face the music on, like, their decisions, like why they chose to give yeah. a round to someone over the other person. Mm-hmm. Um. I get why they won't do that just because it then, you know, it kind of takes away from the fight itself. It starts becoming like a media circus. Um, 
No, that would have protected the commission. So it makes sense that they wouldn't do that. But um, either way, it was it was a frustrating watch, I think. Mm. All right. So what would you say, Alex? No, I just said agreed. I mean, honestly, like it was just kind of – I. I thought for sure, like going in that, like I didn't even bet that last fight because, like, I didn't really. I thought Cater was just going to win it, and I was just like, I don't know, like I don't really want to like. There's not really great odds at stake here, so I was just like, I'll just kind of watch and just enjoy this last fight. And just based off of what I was watching, like I thought for sure, like Cater won that fight. I mean, what Cater looked worse for wear at the end of that, didn't he? Like I'm pretty sure he was like he had a little more damage. I thought Emmett looked worse. Either way, either way, they I, both look terrible. Yeah, like they they looked like they got pieced up. I mean, they looked like they were in a war, obviously, and it was a good fight. I just definitely did not think that Emmett won that all of that. And like, wasn't one of the scorecards like absolutely absurd in terms of like the pointing, like the point system? I remember like no, hearing they were all they were all forty eight forty seven. I think it was the only just the absurd round four score by Chris Lee was kind of a deciding factor. Okay, yeah. I yeah, I don't remember which one it was then. It might have been some other decision fight that I thought was a little absurd. But anyways, like yeah, that that cater fight just didn't really make a lot of sense to me in terms of the scoring. But a win's a win for Emmett. Like congratulations to him. Like he he got it. May it may be questionable, but you know he still got the win. So at the end of the day, yeah. And cater was cater was ranked number four. I imagine Josh Emmett's going to take his spot. Cater's going to slide down one. Yeah, um, back down to five. So that'll be that'll make a very interesting, um, that that'll make a very interesting shakeup for, uh, for, what is that? The, is that the, what what division is this? Featherweight. 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 That's right. Title isn't title it? fight next week. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. I always want to say bantamweight for some reason. I can never say like the word isn't, featherweight. Isn't that the international fight week too? Next week, yeah, yeah, it's usually it's, Fourth of July, and it's weekend. Mike's birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex, not, you, I Alex, will be you elderly. Put that, put that air horn in there. Just bump, 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 bump. Okay, so let's go on to non-UFC stuff. Um, we're gonna play name that state again because you know, backed by popular demand. Um. Of course, if you guys haven't heard this before, we I name off or I read off a headline uh, from the recent news, and these two guys try and guess what state it's from. Uh, so, you guys ready to go? Yep. yep, always. All right. A blank man and woman face five hundred dollars fines after bringing a raccoon into the store. Georgia, because it seems like something you would do. To bring a Georgia after you went to Georgia, so I'm gonna say Georgia couple. It wasn't me. It feels like real JA activities. <laughs> GA? What? J J A. I just said his initials instead right. of his name. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay, yeah. There, it took him a second. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying. We don't just we we don't disclose names only all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Only by me. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go Mississippi. All right. A New York man and woman. Oh, New York. Fines after bringing a raccoon into a store. The animal was confiscated by the owners who was then turned over to animal control. Each of them will be charged with unlawful possession of a wild animal. What part of New York? 
Um, I didn't read too much into the, the article. I, I kind of just saw the headline. Definitely doesn't feel like New York City. That's got to be rural. Oh, you know what? You never know with New York City. <laughs> yeah, so you never know. Like, what if they went to Central Park and just caught a raccoon or something and brought it, you know, into, into like a bodega or something? Um, oh, dude, bodegas are so tight. <laughs> <laughs> they have everything you need. It was in Attica, New York. Oh, look at that. The research team on it. Uh, there we go. Where the hell is Attica, New York? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go on to the question of the day. Um, it's in so, a village in New York State. That's what it says. It's on says. I don't really know what else that means. It doesn't help me at all. I realize it's in New York because I just said it's in New York. It is. Clo- it's outside of Buffalo. It's uh, way, way in between yeah. Buffalo and Rochester. Yeah. I see. All right, let's move on to the question of the day. Um, so these tend to be kind of would you rather questions for these two guys. Um, so would you rather eat a raw onion every day or watch the same Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode every day? Onion. I don't know. Keep it up with the Kardashians kind of looks like a Jersey Shore type deal with me. And I'm sure yeah, you're watching every- the same episode every day. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Wait, wait, hold on. Can I mix the onion in with other things? No, you're eating a raw onion like an apple. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I so I'm going to cry every day is basically what you're saying. <laughs> do I? Okay. W- when I'm watching the Kardashian show every day, can I use it as background noise? Or do I actually actively have to pay attention? You actively have to sit down, like carve out time out of your day to sit down and watch an episode, the same episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians every day. How long is a keeping... It's 45 minutes with TV commercials. God, do I have to watch the TV fucking commercials too? Mm, let's say no. Okay, 22 minutes out of my day, not bad. I'd rather do that than eat an onion straight every day. Like onion by itself is like not it. And yeah. also too. I'm going to change like, my answer. I don't want to cry every day. Yeah. Uh, look, like, and, and the thing is like, it's going to suck watching it, but like. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Like people watch the same episode of like Family Guy and like all that other shit sometimes, all the time, like reruns. And I'm sure I'll learn That's to how love I fall the asleep show. at night. I'm sure I'll learn to love the show. Hey, you might watch watching more. the same episode though. But if you're watching the same episode every day, like it's gonna suck. Yeah. But I do not want to eat a raw onion every single day. Think about it this way. I'm taking 22 minutes out of my day as opposed to buying onions every single week because I need to buy and eat one every single day. I'm it's saving probably money. Probably going to take you 22 minutes to eat the onion, too. I'll buy the onion for you every no. day. No, even that. <laughs> no. Like, no. It's just I'd rather do the Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode. And yeah, like I said, I, like it, it would suck, but like eh, it's 22 minutes out of my day. I'll, I'll live. Like If I can mix it in with other foods, onion, but no, if I can't, I'm, I'm going to watch um keeping up with kardashians absolutely it's so brutal this is raw onion like an apple i'm sure there are people out there that can do it but i'm not one of them yeah sam that just does not sound appealing to me all right so let's move into our 257 prelim picks but before we do guys this is the new seven yeah fight night 57 oh so guys big news we have a sponsor. Sponsor alert. We actually get to say a company's name 
let's not, go like it's a real thing um okay so let's uh, let's be let's be professional here for a quick second all right so try the best tasting drink in the world miles teller dj kygo and ricky father love the taste so much they bought part of the company a drink you can enjoy anytime it's award-winning taste is described as sparkling citrus with real liquor nothing like those malt seltzers and it's gluten-free Get the long drink at liquor stores near you or visit thelongdrink.com to find a case near you. Look for the bright blue can or one of their other distinctive flavors and find out why Finland was voted the happiest drink on the happiest country on earth. Damn, I almost did it. The long drink. <laughs> that felt so good. And then I messed it up at the end. Sorry. <laughs> you could have just kept wheeling with it. You should have just kept wheeling with it. Who cares? Oh, man. We're just going to keep reading those live, but I'm going to make you guys read it every once in a while. I'll read them. I'll, I'll read them. I don't give a fuck. I would have killed it. Let me take the deep ass breath and then just hammer it. Ad read. I could do the ad read right now. It's not even that hard. You're yeah. tripping. Let's all three of us do it <laughs> at the same time. No, but uh, uh, Mike, were you able to try some of that on that golf trip? I did have some. I also had some with Han when we played golf with them too. I mean that I, I I really honestly believe that they're like my favorite summer drink right now. It's strong. <laughs> Do you have the black can? I believe I have black or blue. The I black have, can is I like blue. eight and a half percent. Like I drink a couple Jeez. of those, I'm ready to go. I, I had the I tried the cranberry one. That one was pretty good. I think those are I, I like those. Um, not my favorite. I, I think the blue, the standard blue, is is my favorite. Oh really? I like the cranberry yeah. one. The cranberry was very nice. We'll have yeah. to get hammered one night and try all these flavors because that's an. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no! We, we drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Well, I'm, I'm going to be 26. What do you expect from me? <laughs> hey, uh, we're drinking responsibly because after we get hammered, we're staying in and not driving. Always. <laughs> Always. <Absolutely. laughs> okay. All right. This went off the rails <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> all right. Shout out to Long Drink. Shout out yeah. to Long Drink. Uh, yes. So. Let's move on to UFC Vegas 57 prelims. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did not like a ton of fights on this card. Oh, I yeah. Oh, I, but I like a lot of these fights on this card. For betting? What is wrong with my goddamn computer? Yeah, I like a decent amount of them for betting. Mike, are you you okay over there? Well, no, my fucking volume keeps coming on on this stupid ESPN website. Get so, off ESPN. Hey, you silly uh, goose. I could now, yeah, actually, you're right. Good point, good point. I... <laughs> I'm, I'm technically, technologically struggling today. I had uh, I had to be on the phone with IT for a while today. Uh, my computer stopped working. Uh, I had a Chipotle poop. So, you know, it's... it's it <laughs> we, and that was all before, like, 10 a.m. So, you know... Oh Jesus! It's it's been a long day. <laughs> Apparently, holy Jesus! Yeah. All right, Alex. Since you seem like you like more fights on this card than any of us, mm-hmm. um, why don't you lead the dance? Okay. So to start off, I gotta rep my girl Vanessa Demopoulos against Jin Ufre- uh, Fre- Fry. It's I think it's Fry, right? Uh, Frey, I'm pretty Frey. sure. Frey is it Frey or Fry? Frey. Sorry, my bad. Like House uh, Frey in Game of Thrones. So. Uh, I have Vanessa Demopoulos by sub here, and here's wrong, why. wrong. Here's why. Okay, here's wrong. Why. 
Okay. You're wrong. Frey's got really good power. All right. And wrong. she, if she keeps it on the feet, she might pull out a decision here. But that being said, they both like going to the ground a lot of the times. And Vanessa can eat punches, like eat punches. And I mean, fuck, you saw it against uh, Silvana. And I mean, she knocked out the last girl she just faced. Uh, but no, I have Vanessa Mappas by sub. I think it goes to the ground. I think it ends up in a clinch on the fence and then it gets taken to the ground. And then the Vanessa Mappas is going to get a nice little submission within there somewhere. I say maybe like second round because fuck it. Why not? Let's let's just say How let's you... just call out big bets here. Okay, so just like planning out a fight, how do you expect the fight to go to a clinch? I just saw a lot of clinching in her last fight against uh, Yoder, so that's why I'm. Well, saying. yes, because she pressured her. But yeah. if she's pressuring, if she's pressuring Vanessa Demopoulos, Demopoulos is not. She's she's not very good on the feet. So I'm gonna say, it's I'm gonna say Frey by decision, because she absolutely just pressured the shit out of Yoder and. Recently in the past, I would say Frey's biggest down, you know, biggest downside was that she just didn't pressure sometimes. Um, and that appeared to be fixed in the Ashley Yoder fight. Um, you know, what I what I really liked about her game was, um, you know, she's she's very able to mix in um, on the feet and kind of with some takedown offense. Um yeah. And I think her wrestling's better than Demopolis, so I don't see Vanessa Demopolis being able to kind of get this fight to the ground. Um, I see Jin Frey kind of dictating where this fight's going to take place, and it wouldn't surprise me if she just pieced her up on the feet for a full 15, um, with Demopolis not really being able to and, get, and her on, get her on, get her jiu-jitsu going. And you've doubted Vanessa before, and... And all I got to say is that ended in a win for me. So I'm never going against my girl. I fucking love Vanessa Demopoulos. She's a stud on the ground. And she actually isn't bad on the feet as much as you think she is. I mean, I'm not not going to sit here and say that she's better than Frey because she's definitely not. No, But I think that she can find a way to get it to the ground. Maybe even backpacker. Who fucking knows? And next thing you know, I'm sitting here. Fucking with racks, baby. Fucking money in my hand in the bank account. Cha-ching, motherfucker. All right. We're going to win this Vanessa Mopolis all the way, ride it or die. Are you just taking your money line or what are you doing here? No, I'm doing my sub. So that's the okay. only way I see her winning. That is the only way I see Vanessa winning is by sub. Also, plus 220 underdog. Yeah, go you money. can do that too. You can just hammer money line if you want, but I'm going by See, like even even by that, even by that logic, Vanessa Demopoulos has basically one way to win this fight where Frey has two ways to do it. And that's fine. Ryan Hall only has one way to win a fight, and he still does it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you did not just say hey. No, I'm not comparing them. I'm not comparing them. I'm just joking. It's just it, it is just a joke. All right. No, but it was good. Like, it was good. I like that. Yeah. No, but look, she's a specialist on the ground. She knows how to eat up top. Okay. I think the constant pressure is going to be a challenge for Demopolis for sure. And I did see that in the Yoder fight 100%. And her takedown defense did look really good in that fight. But Demopolis will find a way to get it to the ground. She'll bait her into the ground. She'll pull guard. I don't give a fuck. She's going to find a way to submit this girl. I have full faith in my girl, Vanessa. Full faith. Hard, bro. Huh? 
coming to my guard, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> coming man. to my guard, brother. I'm just saying. I, I have Vanessa on this one. A ride or die with my girl all the way. Little all monster. Right. All right, Alex. Give, give me the next fight you wanted to talk about because that's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have Mario Batista in the next one, too. And I, I have Brian. Did not bet this fight. So that's all you two. I think that Mario could, if he keeps it on the feet, he's got long range, long reach, really good kicks. He's pretty good takedown defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he's he was really good on keeping on his feet. His last fight that I saw him fight him, he had un, up, sorry outstanding takedown defense from what I saw. And so I don't have an issue with him in this fight. I think he wins by decision. I don't think he gets the knockout here, but I think I have Mario Batista by decision. I think the kicks will keep the distance away a lot. Uh, from Keller, and he'll end up on top on this fight. I'm going Brian, money line. Veteran. Wow. Love him. I don't doubt him anymore. So fair I'm enough. Right. Yeah. And Brian Keller's, he's no joke. Absolutely no, no joke at all. I think it's going to be really close, but it's really going to come down probably like a takedown or not a takedown. If he can keep, if he can keep the defense good, it'll obviously he might, or sorry. You can keep it standing and not go to the ground. I think we're, he's looking good, Batista. But if that one takedown or two takedowns come and play in a 15-round fight, could go the other way. That's that's kind of what I have, too. But yeah. I, I like Mario a little more on this than I do Keller. So gotcha. I'm going to stick with Mario on this one. I think his, uh, I think he'll be able to keep the distance here with his, uh, with his kicks. So that's why. So basically what you're telling the people here is that this is a coin flip of a fight, which is yeah. what I said. Basically, it can go either way. So you, you bet with the uh, <laughs> I bet with, with the guy who can keep his distance with his feet and has good takedown defense. Bet with your heart, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a coin flip, but I think that Mario, based on his last fight, looked really good on his takedown defense. And he also had again really good distancing with his kicks. So I don't see an issue with this at all. And that's why I have Batista. Fair enough. This might be the first time Alex and I actually go head to head. Yeah. We, we usually don't go head. We usually have the same picks. No, yeah, we usually – we always lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this should be interesting. Fuck. I'm very excited to see this one. So we'll, we'll see. We'll be uh, we'll be in the group chat on this one for the, for uh, during this one. Yeah, if I don't fall asleep on the goddamn couch again. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah, we'll, so brutal. We'll have to see for that. No, well, I work Saturday too, so there's a good chance I do. <laughs> okay, what just happened? Sorry, Dad called me. Oh no, uh, we were just talking about how we never go head to head, really, and it's very interesting to see us go head to head on this one because we usually have the same picks. We're 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 very like minded, and then Mike was saying that you know we lose a lot, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough, but even in this instance, you guys are going to lose together. So, yeah, yeah, somehow. Uh, I'm I'm probably just going to do his money line and then like. I might throw Demopolis money line in that too and just have a nice little two-legger just to start off the night. Mm. Mm. Mucho interesante. See, si, see, si, Fetty. All right. Boy, boy. All right, uh, man, what's, uh, what's your next one here? Uh, not touching JP Buys or Cody Durden, though I think Cody Durden might pull that one out. Um, I have for the next one, I like Sergey Morozov, but – Here's the thing, and this is my disclaimer for it. He gets caught, and we have seen that in the last couple of fights, and he's not really that good on the ground. 
I mean, his since he's joined the UFC, he has two sub losses. Granted, they're against really good guys, like really good guys. But like, uh, I just don't see if this goes. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, you think, lost to Umar. <laughs> yeah, you lost to Umar Nurmagomedov. This like, is a sub too, but yeah, yeah. one so, like, of the two. He's faced some killers, and that is actually probably the reason why I'm going to go with Sergey here because he's faced a little bit rougher guys or he's faced better talent in terms of his fighting than pavia has and i just don't see pavia coming out on top of this pavia maybe if pavia catches him real nice maybe but i mean umar like umar it's paiva. paiva sorry paiva my bad my mistake alex is like the maybe we shouldn't have you do any because you just are always just butchering <laughs> i'm bad with names but i'm not bad with reading scripts like it's just the name uh, yeah there's bad. definitely a difference between <laughs> alex i want to hear you say the name of the next guy fighting when you're done talking about this well i didn't bet that fight so. no but i want to hear you try to say it <laughs> i'll try uh, to say it too with you okay all right but uh all right i have yeah continue on that morzov sergey I, I have him I'm going to take straight money line. Uh, maybe I'll add it in the bottom, but I think I might add if I win the first two, which I know I will because Demopoulos is my girl and Batista is <laughs> just a stud. Um, one, I'll put all my, I'll put the winnings on, on Sergey out here, just straight money line and then just kind of build out the night. Alex fades everyone. Oh, damn straight. Fuck yeah. I'm fucking confident about this week. I'm happy. Let's go, baby. We're fucking big dubs out here tonight. Big confidence, a BDE baby. That's that's big dick energy. If you couldn't, if you couldn't tell. Anyways, doesn't matter. I have Sergey going to take his money line. It's not great. It's minus one one forty, but I like him a lot more than uh, the Rollin. Really, so, Empire. Yeah, and Paiva. So that's my pick. All right, Mike. Do you have anything on this one? No. All right. So the next fight, Alex, you want to read us into this one? Uh, yeah. So the next fight is TJ Brown versus uh, Shailen Nurderin Nurderin BK. Nurderin BK. Actually, might be pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. He's our he's our he's our uh, paisan though, Alex. Yeah. yeah. He's Chinese. Cool. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't really? pick this one, but I've bet against P- TJ Brown nice. before, and that was just a mistake. So I don't want to bet against him again. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm going TJ Brown by decision plus 120. Um, I think his money line was like a 220, so I didn't want to take that. Um, but I, you know, TJ Brown's a he's he's a very good fighter who battles with durability issues. It's kind of unfortunate the dude's body type is basically um, like uh, it's, he's a stick. Like the dude just kind of just he he doesn't have the physical. Um, attributes or whatever to kind of go to, into a war, but luckily, um, the guy he's facing, uh, Shaylion, uh, he's not a very good striker. I don't think anyone's ever going to kind of, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. I mean, he kind of worked his way into the UFC as a guy who is going to, um, grapple. Um, 50% of his wins are by knockout, doesn't mean he's a good striker. I guess. Yeah, could be upon. That's true. Fair enough. Let's say if I put you on top of someone and just said hammer away, I mean, you probably could put some people away. Hammer Fair. time. 
Fair enough. Good so, point. Yeah. And I mean, he just kind of finds himself in those in those positions. He's so good at getting to the ground. Um, and I think that that was going to be my next point is that TJ Brown is such a his his style on the ground is very scramble heavy, um, which will kind of, I think, play into a favorable matchup against him, against uh, Shalon, who, you know, is going to try and get this fight to the ground. Um, TJ Brown's very um, he's very slippery and he's a very, very good, I'm a snake. very technical, <laughs> a very technical striker, I think. Okay. Yeah, I you're mean, making, like, you're making a weird face there. So, no, like I said, like last time I bet against DJ Brown, it didn't go well for me. So I don't want to bet against him again. And he dominated. It was Charles Rose. I'm pretty sure I last time I saw him fight, and he dominated. Oof. So I, I just don't. I don't want to bet against TJ Brown. Just not not smart in my opinion. So I'm good. But yeah, I'll, I mean, if you're for it and you think TJ Brown's going to come out on top, I'll, I'll ride with you on this one. All right. Um, all right, Alex, bring us into the next one. So next we have Carlos Olberg versus yes, Tafan. What? Yes, sir. Oh, Tafan uh, in Chukli. And uh, I have an interesting one for this one. I think it could hit the under, and mm-hmm. I think it could be a knockout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. I have the under and the knockout. The under is minus one and a half, or it's, it's a one and a half. That's the line. Um, both of these guys are big knockouts, knockout artists. Uh, but my kind of worry about this is that they both have yet to score a knockout win since joining the UFC. They both got their knockouts in the contender series, which impressed Dana White. But then after that, they've had some pretty rough losses and some wins, but they've been decisions. And also, this Hinchukui uh, guy got knocked out by flying knee. But to come back on that a little bit, he was winning that fight so unbelievably bad, and then he just got caught horribly by a flying knee. Like I, he was piecing up the other dude, and then he just got caught, and then he got he got knocked out by a flying knee. So uh, that one was kind Wait, of how did he get knocked out? Alex? It was a flying knee. I don't know if you knew that. Um, <laughs> anyways, I. <laughs> I'm going to probably, if I were to pick one person, and I think I will go with this, I'm probably going to go Nchukwi. Uh, he has some really good praise from Dana and some really good praise from his teammate, Sadiq uh, Youssef, both saying that he has insane power, kind of reminds him of Tyson a little bit, and is technical with his strikes. Uh, I, I'm very happy. And also, too, I watched Carlos Alberg's last fight, and he got caught by a dude who doesn't have that as much power as uh, in Chukwe. Like he just doesn't. And that's Sharon. That fight pissed me off so much. And <laughs> he got caught a couple by a couple questionable hits. Like in the first round at the end of the first round, he like scraped the side of his ear. Like he like grazed him and he got rocked. Like he was stumbling. And yeah, like there's, there could be a lot of different factors of that, but I think someone who punches as heavy as uh, in Chukwe, just, it would just make more sense for me to go with the here. So I'm going to go by him by knockout. Okay. I'm going to go opposite of you because Carlos owes me. <laughs> he fucking owes me. Didn't you Venmo request him? He didn't pay you? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we, you and I watched that fight together uh, a couple months ago now, right? And we were just like, there's yes. no urgency. 
It, yeah, it was his debut and whatnot, but like, the, you you fucking owe me, man. Like, get, give me a knockout on Saturday. I'm going Carlos Ovler knockout. I don't think it's going all three. I'm I might take the under as well. I have to recheck those odds because if I remember correctly, it was like minus one thirty. No, the unders uh, underdog actually. And, oh yeah, and yeah that's, right, like that's, a right, plus that's right. Plus like one forty or something like that. I was thinking of a different fight. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. You're right. So I'm gonna. Yeah. To, to, to quote Charles Barkley, I got two words for you. Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou. Nash and Paul. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> Nash and Paul. That's three words. <laughs> that man is a national treasure. I know this is a tangent, but I love Charles Barkley. I love that entire my like, heart. I love that entire desk. Oh, the entire, entire desk, desk is great. Is awesome. I watched NBA combo. on TNT, not for the basketball, but for those four guys. Yeah, Jack, Ernie, Charles, and Kenny. Yep, love all. Okay, but hang on. To get back to the pick, though. Okay, yes. I'm gonna go Albert by decision because I think this is gonna be the boringest fight of all time. <laughs> I think it's gonna be. He's so good very, technically. Like, I think it's just gonna be so horrible. Like, I what was it? Carlos Albert, I think, in that fight was at like a 1.5 strikes per minute. Yeah, and he won. Hey, dude. So, like, my thinking is, that, yeah, like, both of these guys have insane power. Both of them um, – and both of them haven't scored knockouts in their UFC career. So, this sounds like – and it sounds like everyone's like, oh, there's going to be a knockout. There's going to be a knockout. I'm going the other way. I want Andre Iguodala. I mean, Albert by decision. <laughs> I mean, if you get praise from uh, Sadiq Youssef and Dana – I I'll, I'll ride with you. I like you a lot. Um, and watching his last couple of fights and a couple of his highlights, I mean, I don't see any issue with uh, picking uh, Nchukwe. So I'm going with him all the way. By not, I don't. I personally don't see an issue picking either of these guys one way or yeah. another. Um, however, Olberg by decision plus three fifty. You know, Ooh. something to think about. Something to think about. You know. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. That's true. That's fair. For something I like that. For a very, I think it's going to be a slow. Horrible fight, 15 minutes to watch, and I'll be biting my nails the whole damn time. Um, but I have know. to be stubborn here. I have to be. That's understandable. Someone All from right. that goddamn camp has to get me a knockout win. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's it's uh it's Alex's boy. Yeah, cool. yeah. Who's who's your guy? Mateusz. Camera. No, no, no. no. Who's your guy? I have a lot of guys. Fucking what? The damage? No, no, no the no, guy no. that turned you into an Ohio State fan. Oh, he's not. He didn't turn me into an Ohio State fan. I was <laughs> in the moment. All right. Fuck you. Ty Car France. Going to be the next champ interim and then regular. So suck How my dick. Undisputed. Dare you ever say the words, I'm an Ohio State fan and be serious. How dare you? I'm not an You're Ohio off this podcast. I am not an Ohio <laughs> State fan. I am not. He said OH and Alex yelled IO back. I was excited. (laughs) You won me money. I was excited. He got me so pumped. And don't even talk about that. You fucking fumbled the bag. We could have met Kai Kara. I had to be hurting. Your stomach was hurting. (laughs) I had to make poops. Yeah, your stomach was hurting. We could have met Kai Kara. Same bar, same night. There's no chance we would have met. You don't know that. There's yeah, no you chance. You can't say that. 
like never say never. Shout out Jay Beebs. You never okay. know. Okay. We're at the same bar in the same night after a okay, big Okay, I've apologized for this multiple times. What do you want? <laughs> I wasn't feeling well. Did not throw shade by way, you fucking asshole. I'm not an Ohio State fan. <laughs> oh, I was Jesus. stuck in the fucking moment. He won me a lot of money. I was very happy. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the moment. I understand. I understand. Yeah, and in the moment, my stomach hurt, you know? Well, mine's a natural <laughs> mine's like a natural occurrence. You don't just mine say was I a o. natural occurrence too. It just came off the top of my head. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we, we have to go. We have to go now. <laughs> Why? Uh <laughs> I can't see shit. Oh, I, was... I mean that would have I would have been in the same boat. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Let's move on to the man card picks here. But before we do. Mike, I think you owe us your angry moment of the week. Okay. Oh, my God. Let me take a couple of deep breaths here because this has been brewing. And at first it was fine. And now I'm just – I got to pick the mic up for this. Okay. So, as you all know, I have my apartment, right? I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to – shit – on where I live and then, you know, uh, drop the name of it, whatever. It's They are nice apartments. Don't get me wrong. So since the weather has taken a turn for the better, <clears throat> I've had uh, a little bit of a pest problem. I've been dealing with an infestation of centipedes and spiders. Okay. So... I got the ons, the, the outdoor spray that you spray around your borders or whatever. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm out of breath. Uh, there we go. Okay, so I sprayed it outside to little to no result. Fucking centipedes all over the outside of my apartment on the cement. Like, I know that that's where they go and whatever and whatnot. And, dude, it's it like at a certain point, I started going like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm killing many a day they're not always in my apartment you know sometimes they are sometimes they aren't like i killed one in my bathroom this morning two on my door this morning so that's three within a half hour of being awake like if you walk outside my apartment there's literally probably a hundred dead centipedes just fucking chilling and it's fucking disgusting like and i understand bugs and spiders exist like they're, and they're everywhere already but like this is a fucking problem this is a serious fucking problem. And it, like, I'm not going to live here again. That That's just straight up. I'm out. I'm fucking out. So, and this ties into this weekend as well. So I finally like reach out to them like, Hey, um, you know, I don't want to, I never like being this guy, but I was like, I complained. I'm like, listen, like I know they're everywhere. It, it's it, this, the amount is concerning to me. Like this should not be fucking happening. So like, oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah, like, we'll put in a maintenance order. And I know the maintenance guy. Like, I love him. He's awesome. Uh, we hang out with him here. So Saturday morning, this last Saturday, I'm playing golf. It's like 8 in the morning. I get a phone call. Like, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know this number. So then they call me again, probably 10. I'm still on the golf course. Um, you know, I'm hanging out with, like, this new guy at work, a uh, hockey player, great dude. I'm like, I don't want to take a phone call. Well, I'm going to force them with two guys I don't know and a guy that, like, I barely know. Um, so I call them back when I get off the golf course. 
I'm like, oh, hey, like, sorry about that. Sorry I missed your call. First of all, it's eight in the morning on a fucking Saturday the first time. I didn't say this on the phone, but I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I would not even be awake by the time you called me both times. So, you know, I like I'm available the rest of the day. I'm available the rest of the weekend. Let's give me a call. Like I'm home. I'm not going anywhere. I don't have any plans. So now today is Friday and I haven't fucking heard back from them. Um, I'm still dealing with the same goddamn problem. So Saturday I got this spray. Right. And this is actually kind of funny. My parents are like, hey, like you can use this shit inside. Like it's it's house safe. So I spray it around the borders like of my wood floors. It's fucking oil, dude. And I'm like, I call my mom, like, mom, how long is this gonna take to dry? Like it's oil. Like I, I think I overdid it. And <laughs> she's like, oh no, just give us some time. So then I like take some paper towels and I try to like swiffer it up, like get a lot of the oil like off. And <laughs> I start Googling this product, like great product, not going to lie, like it kills them instantly. So if you do have an issue, go check them out. I'm not going to drop the name, no free shout outs. <laughs> but it turns out this fucking product is used to kill them, not to fucking like not home defense. So I have this shit all over my goddamn apartment. It smells horrendous. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. This is disgusting. Like the situation is getting worse. And like they, it's this is on Saturday. So they still haven't called me back. I called him back at like 11 or whatever. Not, not in the afternoon. It was barely, probably barely even noon. So you know how I fell asleep on the couch on Saturday night. Guess what I did till five in the morning was literally Swiffer my fucking floors. Cause there's fucking oil all over my goddamn floor. I'm like, it's not going away. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, so now I have the Lysol wipes out and I'm fucking on my hands and knees. Lysol wiping the borders of my apartment. And um so i took i um yeah so it's better now it doesn't smell um it, it's whatever it is but now i'm pissed because it's friday and they still haven't fucking got back to me so i emailed them on thursday saying like hey just want to make sure this is like still a thing like is someone gonna come fucking help me you know like i pay li listen you guys have nice apartments i love this place I, a lot of my friends live here but i pay way too much fucking money for this shit so um, I took a video of what it looks like. And if I don't get a response by noon tomorrow, I'm sending them the video and I will take pictures of every centipede and or spider I see until they fucking fix this problem. Cause I'm, I'm fucking done, dude. Like I can't even, like I literally can't walk outside of my apartment without seeing at least three. I see, find them in my apartment every single day. Like, what what is this? I I pay way too much money for this shit. So yeah, I'm moving out. Um, not immediately, obviously. Get I have to run the lease out, but it's like I'm not fucking paying this much money to deal with bugs all fucking day. Like, I don't know. It's just disgusting to me, dude. Yeah. So um, that's my angry moment. <laughs> it's more like an angry one. month, but it's like the only thing I've been mad about for a month. That's a good one. Oh, that is a good one. That is a little. Uh, that's a little. Uh, that's gross. It's like uh, we have like an ant problem, but that's like everywhere. So like, I can't really like, and it's summer. So I've never I really think, complained about it. Yeah. Like, I think the most frustrating thing is, is like bugs are everywhere. Like I know that, but there's a certain point where it's like, dude, like, and my apartment's not dirty. Like I clean this fucking place all the time. I'm constantly cleaning. There's no fucking food anywhere. There's no dirty piles of shit. Like there's nothing. 
And it, like, I just, I just feel gross. Like, I'm not, uh, I am kind of a gross person, but like, I keep my spaces clean. So it's just, it just makes me so fucking mad. But yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. So let's go into the main card um, of the event. Slide right into the main card. <laughs> Slide right into that main card. You like that segue? Um, all right. So first fight on the card is Chris Curtis and Rodolfo Vieira. Um, what do you guys have on this one? Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis. Knockout. Yeah. Vieira, sub. So ooh, this is a Vieira moment because I don't like him. I will never bet on him again. Um, what's his fight against Alex Hernandez? Was yeah. that the one I'm thinking of where he yeah, February, last like year. a fucking beached whale? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll never bet on him again. I don't care who he fights. <laughs> Chris well, Curtis knockout. <laughs> yeah, well, Chris Curtis is also a dog, dude. Like, he just, like, has he lost in a sense? He's like, he's on like, a roll right now. Yeah, man. like, 28, Jesus. Yeah, he, he's having himself a good little run here. His last loss was uh, hold up, sorry, Peter's loading a little slow here. His last loss was in 2019 against Ray Cooper, and he wasn't even in the UFC yet. He's undefeated in the UFC currently. I mean, I'm and, gonna kind of go with your um your whole like Vanessa Demopoulos thing here. Uh, yeah. which, nice. Why do you have to go into the mic to? Do Hell that? yeah, brother. Hell and yeah. I, I have to do it at least once an episode. You knocked out your poop talk. You knocked out your burp. So we're good did to I, go. I didn't really talk about the poop, but <laughs> I did mention it. <laughs> okay. <I'll take>. Okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't go have ahead, any questions. Sorry. Uh, what, was, what the fuck was I saying? Black Belt Hunter. Oh, Jesus. He does yeah. it. That's fine. You know, Chris Curtis, I think Curtis does sit back sometimes. It gets, at times, does seem a bit complacent. Um, I think the real reason why I chose this is more out of a value, um, more than anything else. You know, seeing Rodolfo Vieira as an underdog and his submission at a plus 175 is, um, it's not, uh, it's not as common as I'd like to see for a guy who has that many submission finishes. So, um, you know, I, I think it, there's definitely a poss- there's definitely a path to victory here for Vieira, and it's through Curtis's ad- occasional lack of um, lack of pressure, I guess, or lack of wanting to do something that will give Vieira an opening. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna argue. He's a good submission guy, so I'm not gonna argue he with is. that. I mean, but I don't think I'm pretty sure Rodolfo time world champ. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, though, I think Rodolfo's been on a little bit. He's been on a not-so-good streak so far. He's turning it around right now. He's he's only lost one fight, but at that one fight, well, just it's scarred in my brain. I I think it's going to – I think it's going to stay. I can't fight him. I think I might stay with Vera for a while as well. I understand. I mean, he's great. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Fucking send it. You got your people. I got my people. Why Curtis Alex? Honestly, I just like Curtis. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I'm going like that on this one. We're I fucking, a analytics podcast. Nah. No, this one for sure. I love Curtis. Like watching that last Brendan Allen fight was electric. I love him. He's 
he he was just so much fun to watch. I, I have no issue with uh, with Curtis. Uh, every single fight I've watched him so far, he's been electric. So I like him. And I don't think he he might not even bring it to the ground. I mean, he fought Phil Haas, who's a well-known wrestler, and he didn't go to the ground with him a lot. So I think that Phil Haas – or not Phil Haas, sorry. I think Chris Curtis has got this in the bet. I don't have, I don't see any issue with him not winning this. So I'm going to probably go by Chris KO. Chris Curtis KO. Uh, it's a minus 110, so I'll throw it in a parlay with someone else in the main card, which we'll get to a little later. Um, but, yeah, I like Chris Curtis. It's, I guess this is my one manalytics or trust me, bro pick. I love I love him so much. I, I he's an electric fire. Always gets a good knockout. Always good out with his hands and his elbows. So I have him all the way. All right, Mikey, you got something? I don't trust his gas tank. That's it. That's my only reasoning. I I can't get it out of my head. Now I can't overlook it until I see otherwise. Okay. I I can I can fully get behind the whole gas tank argument. Um. Okay, so did you guys want to talk about the Nate Manis, Umar Namagameta fight? Because I have no interest in that. Umar sub or Umar knockout. I mean, yeah. like, I think it's the same odds, I think. They're all plus 100. No, <laughs> I, have no Umar, I have no interest in betting. It just feels Umar so sub like... is plus 145. KO is plus 400. So if you want a is real it big... really? What the fuck was I looking at? I yeah. plus 100 for a sub. <laughs> yeah, so I have... I probably have my sub, though, if he catches him with a really good kick, because... Umar's kicks are nuts. Yeah, um, stand up than Habib. Yeah, like insane, like kicking power. Like I, it wouldn't surprise me if like Maness just like got caught by like a quick kick because Maness is the type of guy who like he puts a lot of pressure on people. So if he gives if he gives that constant pressure, you know it can either go into a takedown, which goes straight into a sub, or you know he gets a nice little kick in real quick, gets him right in the fucking noggin, and he's he's out cold. So I have him by finish. You can do, you can just do finish if you want. I think the double chance for knockout sub for uh, Umar is like a plus or like a minus 145 or minus like 200 or, something, or not 200. It's like minus like 100 or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I like Nermagomedov here. I would, I think it'd be kind of dumb to bet Nate Maness. That being said, I don't get the heavy underdog and the heavy, like, uh, not if he underdog Nate Maness is because Nate Maness is no like no like bum like I think he's, he's 14 and one yeah and like, he's, he's very nice. good. plus 625 underdog yeah like it's it's a little ridiculous it's a little ridiculous that he's this big of an underdog like I I I, I didn't understand that that being said it is a dude who's also undefeated right now who's just on a hot streak and every single person he's faced so far he's just dominated so like I don't I guess I can kind of see why they're just riding the hot hand. But uh, if you do like a little upset with Nate Maness and maybe like a decision, he might pull it off or just do his money line. But I personally don't see it. I think Nermagomedov gets a finish here. So. Okay. So I, like I said, I wasn't really wanting to bet that one. Um, I kind of thought that was, I didn't like the numbers on it so much, um, but I don't hate that. Um, so next fight, Thiago Moises and Christos Gallegos. I um, have Thiago Moises for this one. Um, Gallegos, Mike, you? No, Moises in the parlay. I don't have him outside of that, though. Yeah, I did either win by sub or decision. I'll probably take the sub by plus 260. Um, Gallegos also, 
I think it's just like he could easily get knocked out too. Like this Gallegos guy, like got pieced up on the feet against um, uh, oh shit, what's his name? Is it Armand Tazarkin? No, the fight before that one. It was a fight before that one. Oh, it was, it was Oliveira. Yeah, no, not Oliveira. No, I I think I we're thinking of the same fight. I'm pulling it up. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he Makachev. No, though he looked Alex good Hernandez. No. I thought Hernandez. No, I'm talking about Gallegos. I'm talking about Gallegos. Oh, 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 oh wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not Charles Oliveira. No, hold up, I got you. Oh God, get the get the get the research team on. on. I have it already. It's Sean Soriano. He was getting pieced up by Sean Soriano for a while there until he got like a sub in the second round because he got like one good hit in. Like they were they were kind of duking it back and forth a lot. And Sean Soriano, is an, un, he's also fighting. He was fighting up. It was like a, it was the last second call. Like he kind of came in last minute. It was a last minute fight for Sean. And he usually fights. He was he fights at a lower weight uh, and he was piecing him up like he was catching him bad like. Gallegos was literally like his hands were down. Like he was trying to like, he didn't wind up. So it was like, he wasn't telegraphing a lot, but like he was getting hit hard by the Soriano dude. And then Sean looked good that fight, but like, I just don't think that it was anything special from him. And then I saw it a lot too. When he was in his, I caught it and I'm not even like that great of like a wrestler, or like that great of a uh, striker. But every time he's in his orthodox stance, he switches stances a lot. Gallegos. Every time he's in North not stance, he shoots for a takedown. Every single time. He does not shoot for a takedown when he's in his softball stance. Like, ever. Like, I've never seen him go for a takedown in softball. He goes into his orthodox stance, shoots for a takedown. So, if I can read that, so can Diego, uh, Diego Moises. And also, too, his overhands and his straight right punches, he overextends a ton, which is what he got caught by by Soriano a lot when he overextended. He just got counter-striked a lot. And I think Thiago is, was doing well with clinching against Makachev. And he actually looked pretty solid in terms of his wrestling against him, his wrestling defense. I mean, it's Makachev. So, like, I mean, that dude's just a fucking stud in all aspects of his game. So, if he takes you down, he takes you down. That's just it. But, like, if you look good against him, I, I think that you have it. I think Thiago has it. He's faced the harder guys, the more of the killers. Like, I have him all the way. I have Diego by sub by submission. I don't think uh I don't think Diego's looks look too good in his last couple fights. So hard to hard to disagree with any of that. Um I do think that uh you know Diago says that bad he does have a better kickboxing um I guess repertoire. But um, you know, Thiago Moises does have uh, he does have an, uh, a good amount of hand speed uh, to make up for his lack of technique, and like you said, Soriano's kind of able to to counter strike. So maybe that's kind of a, a way to kind of just get um, what's his face to get get Giagos 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 uh, you know, let's give him a second thought. Uh, you know about on this fight but i do think that this fight at some point is going to go to the ground i know both of these guys kind of prefer it that way yes um i'm gonna take moises as a better submission artist yes exactly i think like i said like tiago has just all aspects of his game are just better than christos like all aspects from what i've seen so far and like both of the their most recent fights and 
if you can if you can hang with Makachev for as long as he did, which was like four rounds, like that's absurd. That's absurd to me. So like, I don't think Gallegos is gonna do would do the same thing with Makachev. So I have Tiago on this one by submission. Like you said, it's probably gonna go to the ground. That's both the preferred methods, uh, and I don't see it going any other way here. All right, let's go into the next fight. Um, I didn't have anything on this one. Um, I don't know if you did, Alex, but Josh Parison and uh, and my app decided to not work anymore. Josh I don't Parisian have Alan, but I don't have anything for this. Like honestly, both these guys, I'm, I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a big fan of either of these guys. Like I just don't. No, neither of them really impressed me that much. Um, they're knockout guys. I would say maybe Parisian gets the knockout here, but like I don't really know to be honest with you. Mike, who are you throwing in the parlay? Parisian. Any specific no, reason? I had to make a pick. <laughs> 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 I'm just being honest. Like I, I had to make a pick. I was like, fuck it. Um, there, okay. It's basically a pick them. Yeah. So it's like you just got to flip a coin. Yeah, it's a pick them. I mean, they both absorb a decent amount of strikes. They both chuck a decent amount. You know, it's just like Prison has a little bit better ground game, I guess. Not even like I wouldn't even say that. Like we've seen it maybe like once or twice, but like I just don't like I didn't know what to pick for this. I was genuinely like both of these guys, in my opinion, aren't really like that great from what I've seen in the last couple of fights. And so I don't really want to pick either of these two guys. I just know they like they get knockouts. So that's it. Which could be fun. It could be fun, but it could also be really boring. Yeah. So I really don't know. So I didn't touch this one. Okay. Um, all right. So next fight I'm really excited for. I think mm-hmm. this one could yes. have been main event. Um, but it's going to be Neil Magny. It, it should Carlos. be main event. Let's be honest. Hey, yeah. hey, don't disrespect my boy, Mateus. Don't disrespect Gamer. I'm much more excited to watch this one. I, I, I just have to be honest. <laughs> this is going to be a good fight. It's, it's like... Um, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, what were you saying? I was gonna say it's like a really like this Rachmanov guy's face, unbelievable guys coming into the UFC and has proven himself time and time and time again. Um, and honestly, I uh I have Rachmanov in this one by a pretty I, I I think he's gonna I think he's gonna win by sub here. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. If you watch me Neil Magny's fight against uh Chiesa. He was getting dominated on the ground, like dominated. It wasn't even close. Like Neil Magny looked like a bum on the ground against Chiesa. And granted, it is Chiesa, but we've seen Rachmanov have an excellent wrestling game. He knows how to bring guys to the ground, and he can also stand on his feet too. And I think if Magny, the only way he wins this, the only way he wins this is, I think, by a decision and if he keeps him at distance. But I think Rachmanov is too good and too fast for Neil Magny to really keep up with that. And plus, I think Rachmanov has some really good sneaky power. And we saw Neil Magny in that last fight, Andrew, when we went to that card. We saw him get rocked by Max Griffin. And I don't think Max Griffin's that great of a fighter, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, I bet him by knockout. But, like, I mean, his hands, I don't know, man. I think Rachmanov's a little faster than – I think he's better and faster than Griffin. So, that's just – that's me. And I think Rachmanov gets it to the ground, and he gets a nice little sub. Okay. Um, it's also at plus 420, which is absurd to me. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't hate. I don't hate that. Um, I guess my only, if I'm going to play the devil's advocado mm-hmm. on this one, is how does Rachmanov get fights to the ground? Yeah. He puts a lot how of does pressure. He, how does how he does, does he a lot of pressure do them? Puts them up against the fence, grabs them by the okay. legs, whoa, and then two whoa, legs whoa. them. He clinches, right? Who's better in the clinch than Neil Magny? Where does Neil Magny score all of his wins? Mm-hmm. In the clinch. The man lives for dirty boxing. Loves that shit. <laughs> so, Fair. like, that's my only, like, I don't think, I, I, I truly don't know who's going to win. I'm trying to figure that out in my head. I really think it's going to be Rachmanov, honestly. Like, I'm, I don't think. Like I, I think Rachmanov, the train keeps rolling, and I think he's going to roll his way all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be a contender sooner Very than soon. late. Um, and we all knew eventually he's going to he was going to clash heads with someone who's going to be, you know, a household, a quote unquote, like household name of a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like that's it's it's interesting because when you look at a guy like Neil Magny who lives for being on the feet, but likes being close quarters and the feet versus a guy who will probably want to take the fight to the ground, but his preferred method of doing so is playing into his opponent's, this specific opponent's hand. It's fair. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Chiesa did the same thing and he won it out. And he, like I said, he got I would the say ground Chiesa and dominated. Probably, I would say Chiesa probably scored a bit more like actual straight up takedowns and actually going into a clinch. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, I don't see why Rachmanov can't do that either. I, I, because Rachmanov I, goes into the clinch to take people down. It's what he does. Yeah. No, he, you're right. But I, I don't know, man. I think I have Rachmanov on this one. I, his takedowns are too good for me. They look too good for me. His subs are amazing. And he also has also insane kicks. A lot of good kicking guys on this. Uh, like good not, kickboxers on this, yeah, on this card. I don't. But, I don't disagree with your pick, but I also don't agree with it. It's like one of those, like, I want to say it's either going to be my two picks for this would be like Shavkat by submission or Neil Magnus by line. Okay. Yeah. And Rachman. And I, don't think, I don't think that's the only way that Shavkat can win. He can truly win three different ways. Mm-hmm. But I like the submission line. Because it's the most value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. It's Getting not greedy. <laughs> I think it could easily happen too, honestly. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm just I'm playing the, the avocado. No, that's um, fair. Absolutely fair. Okay, Mike. I'm take? gonna go Rachmanov decision. Mm. Mm. First because decision of I his think, USC I think Neil Magny is way too good to get finished. And his like you said, Andrew, his his uh, sweet spot plays against his how Rachmanov gets the takedowns, um, and I we also I think we said this after Rachmanov's last fight is that we're not going to bet against him until he loses. So <laughs> I'm just I have to I just have to ride with him. And I I think he is the real deal, and it's a big test for him. And I think he's ready for it. I mean, it, it, he's just built different, mm-hmm. like a lot of the guys from his area in that region of the world. Um, not that Neil, Neil Magny isn't. He's obviously a savage and one of the best in the world. But I just think he's got Rachmanov's coming, and it's his time. Um, yeah. Little fun fact. I don't know if you guys saw this, 
but it was like I saw it on Twitter, Instagram the other day about Rachmanov. How do you know a, a true savage when your favorite food is also your favorite animal? Yeah, you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I sent that to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, fuck it, I can't not bet him. <laughs> like that's so savage. <laughs> It's like, what's your favorite animal? Horses. What's your favorite food? Horse. (laughs) (laughs) Something really scary about a man who eats his favorite animal. Yeah, there's something terrifying about that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to ride Rachmanov decision plus 240 I had it at. Yeah, I have him uh, strictly by uh, sub plus 420. So 420. It's the funny number. LMAO. All right. All right. Let's get into the main event of the fight card. Mateusz. Damn right. Ooh, money You gotta let let Andrew finish. Like I'm sorry. I got excited. I'm sorry. I got excited. I got excited. (laughs) Go ahead, Alex. You might as well finish it. No, no, no. no, Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell you. Tell you. Who's he fighting? I want to. I want to hear you pronounce it. Um, Sartuk Sarukian. Sarukian. Yeah. 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 First end, though. You used to have a first Armand Sarukian. Hey, he did it. Yeah. No, I have I have Mateusz. I mean, I you've literally said to me before, and I love this dude so much. I think the wrestling is actually pretty like even. So this might be a little scary for Gamrot. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think they're both really good in take like in their in their wrestling. I think Sir. So you can a better wrestler. I don't know, man. I think they have pretty even wrestling. I, I genuinely think that like Gamrod's good with like ankle picking people. Like he goes for the ankle and just puts their head like, before foot I up ankle pick you. And he okay. puts like, so what, do, he do, do, up do his, you think, do you think sir, a better wrestler or do you think he's a better grappler? There's two different things. Mm-hmm. So That's which would you, because I think sir, a better wrestler, but I think Gamrod's a better grappler. I think Gamrot's a better grappler, and I think they have pretty even wrestling. I'm going to be honest. Seriously. Really? Yeah, seriously. Like, the takedowns I watch Gamrot, like, go for a lot of the times are, like, creative, and they're weird, and I love it. And he, like, genuinely gets them down all the time. And he's just nonstop pressure, and he's nonstop moving side to side, and you never know his next move. And the thing is with Gamrot, too, is that he faints a lot of his takedowns and then comes up with a hit. So then you never really know when he's actually going for a takedown. And since his takedowns are so weird and kind of come out of nowhere and like, he's not afraid to like dive after those takedowns and go for like an ankle and pick them up. Like it's just, he's just such an odd person to fight against that. I think that their take their wrestling is like pretty, like pretty similar in that sense. Okay. And so, and then I think I'm questioning whether that's, I'm questioning whether that's wrestling or just footwork maybe then maybe then you're right and Saryukin has better wrestling but i think in terms of taking down taking the person down in terms of shooting for a leg or shooting for some part of their leg and then bringing them down that's what i consider wrestling in a sense okay yeah i i'm okay okay um but yeah i, I think Wait. and i think up I- top too like i think gamrot's just like super like he's super elusive He's like really elusive. And I, I genuinely think that like the odds being this much, like I understand why it is, but I also like, I, I'm happy that he's this heavy of an underdog. Cause that means I'm going to get a nice little money line out of win out of this. Cause I don't know how he's going to win. I generally don't know how he's going to win. He can win by decision. He can win by sub. I don't know if he'll get the knockout. I mean, Armand's got a fucking chin, but like, 
uh, yeah, I mean, I have Gamrot for this one. I love Gamrot. You know this. Uh, I've been nonstop raving about him. I, I think the guy is just super weird the way he fights, super unorthodox, and it works for him a lot of the times. Mike, I mean, his, what are you, Mike, what are you thinking? Um, I don't know either of these guys well enough to make a real conscious pick. And I don't even have either of their names written down in my notes right now. But I have to make a pick because it's main card part of that. So, you don't have to. No, you, I have You to. literally make those This was part of the to... deal, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You, like, you arbitrarily just made these rules one day and then handcuffed yourself to them. Yeah, I know. I did. I really did. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the shit. great thing about being the guy who makes the rules is that you can change them wherever the fuck you feel like. That's yeah. facts. Well, I like to be consistent. At least yeah, but with this. We started we when we started this podcast though, we had the thought that we would make a pick on every single fight on the main oh, card. Yeah, and we stopped. stopped doing that and it worked. That and it still brutal. works. So why bother? <laughs> why do we still why like why do you still do that? I don't when know. It, when it hits, it hits different, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let, me, let me calculate the odds here. In all fairness to Mike, too, like I don't mean to bring other podcasts into this, but like a lot of other betting podcasts for sports betting and UFC, they do almost like every single fight. They give their, they at least give like their, like, you know, their, what they would give their best pick out of it in that fight. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I so mean, all, yeah. I- and people want to know. People want to know what like people, what, what we, what we want to think about each fight. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt to give a pick out of it. I'm not doing that, man. Like, I, I think I'd rather make picks with confidence. Fair enough. Although recently, recently, all my picks have, as as time has gone on this year, my picks confidence have started to go <laughs> trending downhill on a steady, um, yeah, downward slope. Um, yeah, like as well as much confidence as uh, as Alex talking to girls right now. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I hit it with off with the ladies. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I think that tells you enough that I don't actually hit it off with the ladies. <laughs> I'm just trying to like calculate. So if I pick Armand at the end of this, no plus seven eight eighty one. If I pick Gamrot, it's plus uh, two thousand one hundred seventeen. Jesus, dude! Yeah. Him being this heavy under dog is a fucking crime. He beat it. I he mean, beat the only underdog that I take. I think it's a crime that he's this heavy of an underdog. Well, technically, Parisian's an underdog. It's a pick 'em, but yeah. yeah. If we're getting yeah. technical, yeah, if we're getting technical. Yeah, I mean, dude, I I can't talk enough about Gamrot. I love him so much. I think he's just so unorthodox and so weird, and it throws a lot of people off. So that's just me. That's my pick. I have Matos right here. Um, so I, the reason I'm saying, uh, Surikin is going to be more out of a like pressure based fight. Um, you know, he's, he's known for being the guy that's always going to be marching forward. Um, and that'll be very interesting against, like you said, Gamrot's, um, you know, lateral movement, his footwork, mm-hmm. you know, his ability to kind of escape out of these situations that most people, you know, find themselves in these tight quarters and can't get out of. Um, but I think. Surikin's so good at marching forward, and and when he does get hit, he just eats and keeps moving. 
And that combined with him being a better wrestler, you know, being able to move forward helps you be a better wrestler. Um, you know, I think those two, the, the combination of him being a volume pressure fighter who can wrestle makes him a very, very dangerous matchup for Matus Gamrot. Um, so I think that's why I wanted to pick. Um, that's why I picked Saryukin's decision prop. Um, he's only at plus 150, so. Well, I'm fading everyone this this fucking this card, I guess. Yeah, Alex really is fading everyone. I'm um, fading everyone. I got I got everyone. No no one's agreeing with me. The only agreement that we have is Chris Curtis with me and uh me and Mikey Mike here. Oh, well, I'm gonna go sorry again just because I wanna see if all favorites work. <laughs> That's how I'm making my decision. <laughs> see, besides the pick 'em. I'm going to go all favorites and see if it works. If it does, we're doing it again next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Mike, read off your main card. Mike's hard main uh, card. That would Mike's be hard main card. Mike's rock hard main card parlay is Chris <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> it never gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> Mike's Rock Hard Main Card Parlay brought to you by nobody is Chris Curtis, Umar Nurmagomedov, Tiago Moises, uh, Parisian uh, Rock, uh, Shavkat Rachmanov, and uh, Arman Sarukian, as I say. Mm-hmm. And that is right now 10 to win, like 78, plus 781. Not bad. Okay. It's not right. bad. It's not where I typically like to be, but. Hey, it's money. That's where we're gonna go. It's money at the end of the day. Yep. We need a win on one of these because it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, okay. I'm going against your rock hard main card, at least on one of them. So. That's okay. I respect Very it. sorry. You hate to see it. All right. So I wanted to play a new game with you guys. Okay. okay. All right. So pull out your phones. Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. Go to settings. Oh, Jesus. Don't make me look at porn. Yeah. Come on. No. No. Go to settings and go to your screen time. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Lowest screen time wins. Oh, I definitely don't have this. I work off my phone. (laughs) All right. Let's hear it. Alex, what do you got? Uh, It's loading right now. Yeah, my. It's taking a long time to load, too. All right. Screen time for me, 517 today. Today? Are we going today or average? Today. Dude, today I was doing research on my fucking phone. I'm going to lose this. I've been on my phone all day today. That's what, hey, it's the first one. You know, it's just an exhibition. We're just doing a trial. I, I literally don't have anything. Like right now, it just shows up as uh, as you use your iPhone, screen time will be reported here, but there's nothing there. Sick. So Alex loses with 10 hours. Dude, yeah, I probably, from at least like <laughs> 11 o'clock till about, six o'clock i was doing a shit ton of research so for sure a decent amount of hours plugged in there i don't think this game is fair because i literally work off my phone i also work um, off my phone too technically so 11 hours nine minutes oh yeah that's li- okay so that's an eight hour day with my phone open like and i do okay you want to hear i have this song on an hour loop and it's fucking ridiculous and I had this open most of the day today. What song is it? It's Tevez Legend, one hour version. 
What the fuck is that? Hold on, hold on. Where's the drop? God damn it. We're only getting like bits and pieces because your microphone yeah, I know, doesn't want Because I kept fast forwarding. Um, but yeah, I literally, I got like super rattled today and I just fucking put this thing on. I was like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> head bobbing for an hour. My boss is like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just vibing right now. <laughs> Mike, use your work phone from here on out. So you save those I have a work phone. They, they want, like we have a Zoom phone, but it's on my phone. It's like, it's pointless. So I don't even use it. I use like my real number, which sucks. But nobody bothers oh, me past five o'clock. Tell them to get you a work phone. That way you be like, yeah, I, I, had, I, bought, I bought a huge package deal in minutes back in 2003 and I'm still using them. So yeah, you're eating my minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. So 11 hours, I definitely lose. Yeah, yeah I was, 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 I was on my phone from like 11 to like six. So... I mean, you could do the math there. Seven, by the way. Um, yeah. So, I, I I win, I guess. Okay, sure. so for all the people listening out there, if you want to sponsor our screen times, that's that's allowed too. Yeah, sponsor my blue light glasses. Fuck. <laughs> it's like I literally I got off on Monday. I'm like my eyes hurt because I'm looking at laptop, two monitor screens, and my phone all fucking day. I'm like, no wonder. My gotta eyes. get you the yeah. Gotta get you some of those goggles, buddy. Yeah, Buy Zinny. I, I have them. I just I don't wear them all the time. Buy Zinny. Zinny's really no, I'm good. More of a, I'm more of a Warby Parker kind of guy. You can do Warby Parker, but Zinny's really good. I don't know what brand I have. I just have a pair. Okay. They look nice. No free shoutouts, but Zinny's really good. Big Bulls guy. Okay. Um, do you guys have anything else? No, I'm just pumped for this card. I think this actually might be. This, you know what? Let me rephrase that. This is either going to be a really, really exciting card or a really, really boring card. I have, yeah. I have it pegged. I have it pegged as kind of a boring card. I think it might be. I think it could be a low key exciting fight. A card here, um, but high key might be boring. <laughs> yeah. That's how we gotta look at it right now. Going with low expectations, come in with high, high reward and results. Yes. Okay, um, I like that. So, um, all right. If we got nothing else, Alex, um, you know what to do. So thanks again for everyone who's listening to this podcast. Uh, we appreciate you every single week tuning in uh, when we post uh, again, we will have to be better at our posting and our scheduling. Uh, no more surprise trips to Georgia. Hopefully. Uh, was that, hold on. Was that a surprise or was that planned? It was not a surprise. It was completely planned. And I just dropped the <laughs> ball. I'm like telling you well, guys, I'm glad well, you had fun. For, it's, yeah. It looked for, like a fun time. For reference, I cannot record on Thursday night next week. Next week, next week. I for, won't be able. I won't be able to do Wednesday because I'll be moving out for International Fight Week. Okay, so we got to figure that one out. <laughs> we're ahead of schedule already. Yeah, we're doing we're doing better than last week already. No, but it's on it's on record that we can't do Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> okay, make a mental note. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll go over well for us. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, again, thank you for listening to the podcast. This is the Making the Walk podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We're doing the Making the Walk. I'm starting to think about doing some uh, bets, bet slips on, or not bet slips, showing our bets on there, our wins and our losses, because, you know, we never hide from our losses here. Uh, Do we only um, post winners about that? What? We only post winners. No, 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 no. We'll post where we'll post everything. We want to be a legit 
we're we're real. We're real and down to earth people. So we'll post our wins and our losses. We never post everything else. Uh, we never post just our wins. Um, anyways, follow us on Twitter. It's making the walk underscore in between each letter or not letter. So in between each word. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for thank you, Long Drink, for uh, for sponsoring the podcast. We really appreciate your support and uh, and you sponsoring us. I mean, we couldn't ask for a better sponsor and a better partner to be with. Uh, I am here with two very nice people, nay, very good people, nay, the best people in the world. Some might even say my best friends, uh, Andrew Lee and Michael Grosh. Thank you very much for listening. You guys have a very good night and happy Saturday. Have a good weekend. Have a good one, guys. Happy betting. I can tell who's on the way out. 25 show, check the bell. I ain't going home. Motherfuckers hate you when they lookin' for a way out I just sit back and let it play out And she gon' let me hit anything now What you gonna say now? I'm high, next girl, I gotta fake now But she still let me stay now Got a Dallas and an H-Town boo Got a baddie on K-Town too Whole gang eat steakhouse food Get the check, I ain't checkin' what it came out to I tell promoters I don't talk about the money You know who they hand the envelope to Big John got the cash and he been the go-to Heard the beat, told nigga put it in the Pro Tools Got a fountain on the chain and it's in the go blue Might fuck around and get a go-to Got my restaurant going, never been a whole fool She gon' listen to the song, say this shit a whole move I'm in the mountains out west on the tour bus texting The chick I used to mess with Got her in the bed doing video shoes Tried to send one to me, but it didn't go through Yeah, she gon' let me hit it any day now What you gonna say now? I'm my ex girl, gotta fade now. But she still let me stay now. I can tell who's on the way out. 25 shows, check the pal. I ain't going home, I'ma stay out. Motherfuckers hate you when they looking for a way out. I just sit back and let it play out. And she gon' let me hit it any day now. What you gonna say now?